Today's episode of Distorted View Daily is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, home to over one trillion sex toys, give or take. For a limited time, get 50% off just about any item when you use coupon code FREAK at checkout. That's F-R-E-A-K. Save half when you use coupon code FREAK at AdamandEve.com. Where's the jewels? Hey, Freaks, it's Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Coming up on the program today is Mead rigging his weekly weigh-in. A potential scandal is brewing. Brewing like sweet tea. Yeah. Adding an adjustable belly button to your body. And the sounds of incel rage. All coming up today. Today's Distorted View podcast is brought to you by... Is it for me? It's for everyone. It's called Amazon Echo. Well, what does it do? Alexa, what do you do? Fuck you! Who gives a shit? Echo is pretty neat because it knows all sorts of things. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, how tall is Mount Everest? Last time I gave a shit, I got fucked! Echo's really good at keeping track of things like shopping and to-do lists. Alexa, add wrapping paper to the shopping list. Six pancakes! Six sausages and three glass orange juice! That's not a morning person, but Echo definitely helps him wake up. Fuck! Fuck, 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 fuck! Oh! Alexa, tell me another drill. Dom Delaware's. He used to be a chef on TV, but now he just sits at home with his ass up his ass! Dad, how do you spell cantaloupe? Uh, cantaloupe. C A N T. Alexa, how do you spell cantaloupe? Suck my dick! Or it's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Why did man have to have such a sweet rectum? Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. It's just a fun thing. Yes! Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday Show. Have a fantastic program for you, and we begin with a mead update. You know, I waited until Friday's show to bring up uh, Mead's weight loss check-in, and I'm so glad I did because I can't believe I'm saying this, but a potential scandal is breaking out. Is Mead lying about his weight? Some people think so. Now, I know what you're saying. Tim, he, uh, he films himself actually on the scale. How could he possibly rig that, right? To be honest, I didn't even notice anything fishy when I watched the video. Me did, you know, his weekly Wednesday weigh-in. He lost several pounds. I was about to get on this podcast and actually congratulate me. You know, slow and steady wins the race. He's heading in the right direction. I still think, you know, this whole weight loss thing is going to fizzle out as soon as he gets bored with it. Plus, it's way more fun to eat, order DoorDash and gorge than work out. It's only a matter of time before he fucks up, right? Well, thanks to some eagle-eyed readers of Fairfax Underground, which I guess is like a message board for people who live in Virginia. They seem to be just as obsessed with Mead as I am, but boy, do they really analyze Mead's YouTube content. I'm big fans of their work over there on Fairfax Underground. Keep it up, boys and girls. Before I read you a couple of posts from that particular message board, uh, let me play a little bit from Mead's weigh-in. Okay, folks, today's today's weight is 286.6. 
He started, I think, at 293. So, you know, that's a, a decent amount of weight for you know, 13 days today's, or whatever. Today's weight is 286.6. So, I can't complain about that. Oh, he's he's very happy with himself. I'm not sure why that makes me so angry, but it okay, does. Okay, folks, well, <laughs> I think I'm pretty happy with that. 286, 286 pounds is about where I thought I should be by now on my weight loss journey. I started officially almost a month ago. So there's a couple of supportive posts first, like uh, imagine if Mead beats the odds and gets lean. He'll be happy and then he can order a bride from Russia. Another person who uh, is giving him some tips about grilling vegetables and chicken. And then someone who went by the name seriously dot 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 writes in, wait a second, he weighed himself differently this time. Before, he stood on the scale and waited for the number to stop at a steady state and then filmed the whole thing. This time, though, he steps on the scale and jumps off while the numbers are still spinning. And then the camera cuts to the weight being displayed on the controller thing he's holding. It seems very fishy. Then someone else replied, that is pretty sus. It's not too surprising. Mead lies about everything else. Why shouldn't he lie about this? Another poster by the name uh, Not Being Truthful with Fan says, uh, Mead, you're not helping your fan base with this nonsense. What you need to do is have someone filming you as you step on the scale with only panties in an itty bitty shirt. Ooh, another post says the scale clearly shows he's 291 when Mead is stepping off of it. Let me let me go back to this video and really analyze it. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm, I'm pausing it because the numbers keep changing. They keep going up. 285, 288, 291, 291.7, I see 293. I'm screen this. Yeah, the second it gets up to 293, he he does step off of it. And then it starts to go down because, you know, he's only uh, he, he's only got one foot on the scale. So it starts going down to like 284. Yeah, something really is strange. Okay, folks, today's today's weight is... I have a feeling. Here, this is my theory. At some point, Mead was 286.6. Or, you know, he, he managed to get the scale to say that. Maybe he wasn't putting his whole weight on it or whatever. The footage that he's now showing when he holds up this little device that says 286.6. I don't even know what that thing is. I, I guess it's part of the scale. It's connected by uh, a, a cord, but it's like something you can pick up and hold in your hands. And it has like a little readout. But when he's holding up this thing right after there's an abrupt cut, I don't think that footage is new. I think he spliced in this old footage of when he actually weighed 286.6 or, you know, got the scale to fudge the numbers. I don't know. I think I agree with a bunch of these guys on Fairfax Underground. Something is kind of fishy here. Like, why wouldn't me just stand on the scale until the numbers stopped moving? It's very bizarre, especially because uh, didn't me just recently have a video where he was talking about demonic forces making him eat things that were bad for him, like cupcakes and shit. I'm surprised you would lose that much weight. I'm calling shenanigans on this. I want to see a complete audit. Otherwise, meat is a fraud. I think uh, a post by the user Mead Skelton Forever Porker 
<laughs> sums it up nicely. It would be simple to conclude Mead has been lying this whole time again. I'm going to be a contrarian here. I think Mead's first two weigh-ins are legit. See, I agree with him. There are two main reasons. Number one, it fits Mead's M.O. You know, he's gangbusters at the beginning, and then he usually quits pretty early as soon as it gets tough. So the first two weigh-ins, being in his gangbusters period, fits this pattern. Now, you know, things are starting to taper off, and uh, he says here uh, his third and fourth weigh-ins are pretty sketchy. And it makes sense to me. Again, I'm going to post a link to Mead's most recent weigh-in on uh, our, our show notes, and you can check it out for yourself. Watch it frame by frame. You know, maybe it's just me, like, looking for, you know, a way to make fun of Mead. Maybe I'm not being completely objective. And, and keep in mind, when I first saw the video, I didn't see anything wrong with it. It's all because of this Fairfax Underground thing. Uh, but it makes sense to me now. I, I When I went back and watched it, yeah, there are some questions that are arising. There's always there's always something going on with me. I love it. All right, there you go. That's your Mead Skelton update. Let's move on. Uh, I've got a bunch of great audio to share with you today. The big question here in the United States is who the hell is going to be our next president? There doesn't really seem to be a lot of viable options. Joe Biden has dementia and is like 130. He might not even make it to next November. Donald Trump's probably going to be rotting away in prison. No one likes Ron DeSantis. Who's left? If I may be so bold, I think I have found the next great leader of this country. Now, he's a bit of an underdog right now. I'm guessing you probably don't even know his name. That's why I am so privileged to introduce David Pugta to the nation. Remember that name. You'll be hearing it a lot, at least on this podcast, because David Pugta is insane. Don't take my word for it, though. Happy Fourth of July, America. My name is David Allen Pugta, born 1970. I'm the president of the United States of America, number 47 candidate. Kind of a weird way of saying that. This is a video he posted a few months ago outlining some of his campaign promises, what you can expect from a Pugda administration. I've got some campaign promises, not in any particular order. Number one. Uh, he holds up a vial of what looks to be poppers. He's already got my vote. You know, Biden sent out free COVID-19 tests. My boy Pugda here is sending everyone jungle juice to loosen up that butthole and make anal sex more pleasurable. That's the America I want to live in. Ocean plasma water. Oh, I've never heard of that brand of poppers before. And a cool ocean plasma. Under my patent, under my direction, the cure to the coronavirus. I'm not a doctor. I'm an alchemist. The best in the land with the highest prize. I teach doctors and physicists science. They return the favor. There's white paper on the prior art, plasma activated water. I mean, do I even need to go any further in this video to prove to you that this man is cuckoo crazy bananas? Congress is soon to get a bottle. Very generous of Mr. Pugda campaign promise hydrogen 
green hydrogen. I own the technology and the patent to run your automobiles, internal combustion engines on heavy hydrogen produced from water on board of your vehicle. Why does this guy want to be president? Sounds like he's sitting on a goddamn gold mine here. What he's saying is true. Now, I don't want to introduce any doubt to his brilliance, but reading the description of the video, it's got me a little concerned. David says, anyone can be this. Allow me to break it down and end racism once and for all, starting with one word. It's the N word. Can't wait to see how he's going to end racism by shouting that. Anyway, he says N stands for not, I stands for in, G stands for gods, G stands for good, E stands for ethics, R stands for religiously. Therefore, the proper definition of a N-word is someone who is not in God's good ethics religiously. So there you go. Racism has ended, thanks to Mr. Pugta. What more do you want? from this man before you'll give him your vote. He's cured COVID-19 with water, ocean plasma water. He's going to power your car with water, and he's put an end to racism. I mean, come on, let's give the guy a chance to run the country here. Did I say run? I meant ruin. All right, so this campaign promise video was posted in July. What has Mr. Pugda been up to more recently? Well, I'm happy to report his descent into pure madness is accelerating. Three days ago, he posted a video from his car where he's wearing a gold skeleton mask. Very presidential. And uh, he had this to say. <laughs> this has been a statement from the president of the United States of America. Could have been worse. He could have been talking about grabbing pussy or... Whatever this means. For Muslim, for, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Al 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 Abdul Jabbar. Thank you, Joe. Let's get back to my president. July 3rd, 2000. Mala swelled. Mr. Day. Okay, you're kind of fucking up my last joke if you are more incoherent than Joe Biden. Please, at least speak English. The dance of the day. Okay, got that. September 27, the Reagan National Library, the Republican debate, bring in paradise saddlebreds on the lawn. Don't be late. Is David Pugta going to blow up the Reagan library? That's what I took away from this. Very menacing. I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little concerned because his videos are becoming more and more unhinged. For instance, uh, in a video on September 17th, just a few days ago, he's recording himself in uh, a mirror and it looks like he's dressed up in some sort of, I don't want to say tactical gear, but I think that's what he was going for. He's got like a bunch of, I think, tools around his neck. And he's wearing skeleton uh, gloves, <laughs> you know. I don't think those are military issued, but uh, David wants us to believe he is somehow associated with the military. It's on. Kevin Carey, my landlord. My roommate, 
my brother in arms came up behind me last night with a 45 caliber locked and loaded. He's a coward. You know, instead of dressing up like a Navy SEAL or whatever the hell you're going for, maybe you should be looking for a new apartment because I think you're about to be evicted by your landlord. I'm a Buds 187. Ballistic, underwater, demolition specialist for the United States Navy SEALs civilian program. July 3rd, 2000, CIA operative. And your next president. Application in the FBI. Don't worry, ladies. I can take care of myself. I don't think ladies care. He's outside and he wants to go hard. Good luck, motherfucker. Now, there's no altercation between David here and his landlord friend slash enemy. I will say this, though. For a CIA operative slash Navy SEAL, he seems a bit out of shape. Just walking around in his backyard, you can hear him huffing. (sighs) Fucking with the wrong motherfucking person. Maybe he's getting all worked up. That's that's why he's breathing heavily. I mean, we're entering wheezing territory here, aren't we? He's not running. He's literally just walking around his back deck. Don't touch my mother fucking shit! The backyard is disgusting, by the way. Just full of junk. Guessing the landlord moved something. David's not happy about that. That door almost got kicked open. Now, as far as I can tell, this landlord is not even there. (laughs) He's not around. You're going to like this, copper, because he's on the run. Like he, uh, David is living in a fantasy world. It's almost like he's role playing here. Because he's on the run. You have 30 motherfucking seconds to move your motherfucking truck. If you don't move your motherfucking truck, the police sheriff lives next door and you're going to get fucking touched. Oh, 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 I, I guess the landlord is there. Dude, I would not mess around with David. He's a Navy SEAL and our next president. And you're going to get fucking touched. Oh, and that's where the video ends. I think they're both going to end up dead. I don't know. I subscribe to his channel. So as soon as uh, a new video gets posted, you'll be the first to hear about it. Again, that's David Pugta, candidate for U.S. president. I mean, you know he has my vote. All right, let's move on. I've got a clip here from someone who I believe is an incel. His YouTube channel is titled Depressed Unwanted Man. Right there, that's throwing off some incel vibes, right? He uh, records his video from his laundry room or his parents' laundry room, which I find weird. Even more off-putting is the topic of today's video. I wanted to talk about how everybody calls so many men pedophiles when they're not. Uh, Me included. There's not a doubt in my mind that within the next three minutes, 
he's going to say some stuff that makes us all believe he is, in fact, a pedophile. Go ahead, sir. The clock starts now. It's really harming men's mental health. Because they're demonizing something that's natural. Stop the clock. That was what, about 10 seconds? We may have a new record here. And they're confusing. <coughs> Is he crying? Something that's unnatural, pedophilia, you know, being attracted to prepubescent children, you know, actual kids with uh, post-pubescent, uh, you know, girls that have already been, went through puberty. Okay, so you're saying like 14-year-olds. Um so they're winning now. And they're, they're, they're conflating the two. They're confusing the two. Okay, well, I do agree. There is a difference between lusting after toddlers and lusting after teenagers. It's still not right, you know, regardless of what you call it. And, and nobody wants to call him out on it. And, you know, and this happens to me all the time. Like, <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> like, especially on like TikTok. Uh, this one woman, I don't know how old she was. She was 16, 17. I don't know. Whenever a pedophile or whatever this guy is gives a hard age, always deduct, I don't two, maybe three years from that number. He's trying to make it sound better than, than, it, than it really is, right? Yeah, you know, I was on, uh, you know, this uh, 16-year-old's TikTok. All right. She may be just turned 14. Uh, and she's half naked through the fucking thing. And I make some comment. Um, yeah, I can't remember the specifics of this, but she makes a whole video response about how I'm a pedophile. We're really going to need to see those comments before I can make a judgment call. I'm guessing it was pretty fucking pervy. And everybody just comes on and and dogpiles. Again, I'm I'm guessing it was pretty bad what he said and I do not believe him that he doesn't remember what his comment was. He just doesn't want us to know what his comment was. At no point though does he ever say to himself, you know, all these hundreds of people are leaving me nasty comments. Maybe I am in the wrong here. Maybe I need to reevaluate how I interact with teenage girls. No, he's sticking by his opinion that uh, everyone else is the problem. They've been brainwashed by the media or something. I don't know. She's there with her tits out. She's half naked. She's got this little skirt on. Now, I don't know what video he's talking about here, but I again, I'm going to have to call bullshit. TikTok is notoriously trigger happy when it comes to like banning videos and taking stuff down that's inappropriate i don't think her whole tits were hanging out like he said you're you're not a kid he subscribes to the uh, old enough to bleed old enough to breed doctrine there's nothing wrong with being attracted to a woman who's now a woman who's gone through puberty I know, like, in boys, the average age is, like, what, 12, 13, 14? For, for girls, it's a lot earlier. I was actually shocked. What did I say earlier? 12? Um, yeah, sometimes girls go through puberty at the age of 8. 
It says uh, puberty typically occurs between ages of 8 and 13. Hi, Galileo2333. Galileo has entered the chat. We've awoken the beast. It's funny. At one point, he wants to uh, display his desktop, I guess, to read something like a web page or something. And you get a shot of his actual desktop, including all the icons that are on there. And he's got like lovers, the virtual girlfriend experience app, soulmate AI, you know, just sad things like that. I mean, I guess it's better that he's fooling around with a you know virtual AI sex bot than a 13 year old girl. Anyway, the rest of the video is rather boring. It's an hour long and he just reads from various websites. You know, he found sources that support his point of view, which is like super easy to do on the Internet, of course. But I guess maybe it helps him get to sleep at night or something. Well, there you go. That's depressed, unwanted man for you. You know, I'm checking out the rest of his channel and he really does have some exquisite incel content. Uh, this is titled Incel Rage, and in it, he appears to be drunk. Drunk and horny. Women will never understand. They don't get us. Oh, they get you. They just don't want you. Jesus, fuck. You just need to stop being so gross. I'm so fucking horny. I'm so fucking lonely. I just want to have sex, and women don't fucking get it. I'm losing my fucking blood. I keep screaming. <laughs> And nobody cares. Women don't care. Uh, they just want me to fucking die. Should we be concerned that he's going to, like, shoot up a mall or something? Why can't I just fuck one of them? Why? Uh, lady freaks, I hate to ask this of you, but would you take one for the team? I'm so fucking lonely. I'm so fucking horny. I can't, I can't fuck any of these girls. <laughs> Jesus. Like, fuck. You almost feel bad for him when he's like, I'm so lonely. But then... He goes and ruins it by saying, I'm so horny. Why can't I just fuck these women? It's like, you don't actually want companionship. You don't want a girlfriend. You want to, you just want a nut in a hole. You're horny. And if, you know, if you just want to have meaningless sex, you're going to have to get more attractive or have a better personality or something. Those are the people who are getting laid a lot. First thing you need to do is delete that video about how 14 year olds are hot. Typically, women don't like content like that. That is um, a red flag or what they might call an ick. OK, let's move away from incels. I've got one more clip I want to share with you today. It is a crazy Christian pastor whose topic du jour, his sermon, is on black people. For some reason, these white pastors love to talk about um, the black man's plight. Here, Brother Devin Rogers shares a uh, rather unique view. Some might say a distorted view. I'm sure there's a lot of Africans that were brought over into slavery, which wasn't right, but they got the gospel when they got here. And you know what? I bet you there's a lot of Africans that if they hadn't have been brought over, not saying it was right. Don't. Now, he says this a few times. Like, look, I'm not saying slavery is right. But actually, that's exactly what he's saying. He's just trying not to get in trouble for it. Because his, his point literally is like, look, these black people uh, wouldn't be going to heaven if they weren't slaves, right? Because they learned about uh, God and Jesus and shit over the here. Africans that were brought over into slavery, which wasn't right, but they got the gospel when they got here. 
And you know what? I bet you there's a lot of Africans that if they hadn't have been brought over, not saying it was right, don't misunderstand, not justifying the, the slavery in the situation. And now he's going to justify it. But, still, but God, <laughs> I still believe, used it. And now I'm sure there's a lot of Africans that got the gospel and they're in heaven right now because they got the gospel. Fair trade, I think, right? You had a shitty existence on earth, but, you know, the kingdom of heaven is yours for eternity now. You're welcome. Just another wonderful thing your white brothers have given you. You know, what would you say white brothers? I meant white masters. Now, because they got the gospel. You know, what would be better for them to have lived their entire life in Africa free doing their voodoo or whatever Mm -hmm. and then dying and going to hell african voodoo right (laughs) or what happened and then they go to heaven they get the opportunity now again it doesn't justify it yeah the ends do not justify the means but this is how god works there's a lot of butts there's always a butt after after the uh, i'm not saying it's right but this is what god does in the bible (laughs) and we got different we have black people in here i don't think any of you guys were ever slaves Uh, you know i was never a slave like oh you know white white privilege you were never a slave you were never living during the time you know unless you're very old like 60 or 70 maybe or 80 years old you're never even living during a time where segregation was a thing in this country so what the fuck are you people crying about you need to get over it girlfriend Mm -hmm. we don't owe you anything you're just looking to cause drama Black drama. I mean, what are you crying about? Nothing even happened to you. You just... Holy shit. He literally said, what are you crying about? (laughs) You're never even living during a time where segregation was a thing in this country. I mean, what are you crying about? Nothing (laughs) even happened to you. You're just making up stuff. (laughs) You can't look at the, you know, the facts that I was reading and just attribute that to some kind of white privilege. It's not real. Get over it. Quit having all the excuses. Why don't you take some responsibility for your choices, be content with whatever situation you were born into, and make the most of it. God's not limited to your situation. He can do above, uh, you know, what we ask. Now that is a positive, inspirational message. I wish the camera would have panned around to the audience, like, you know, whoever the hell was in this church. I want to know exactly how many black people were in attendance. It couldn't have been more than two. I just want to see the expression on their faces. When this guy was preaching. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you do, you will gain access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. This week was no different. We did exclusive shows uh, yesterday and earlier in the week on Tuesday. If you want to hear those and so much more, sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. For an even easier way to sign up, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, you can now sign up right in those apps. Just search for Distorted View. You'll see a, a button or a link to to, uh, to sign up, and uh, you know, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Just a few taps, and you'll be getting all of the exclusive shows right alongside uh, the free episodes in your feed. For more information, check out DistortedView.com and SuperFreakSideshow.com. One last way to help support the program 
we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps, but if you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. You get to, to hop the line there, which is pretty cool, especially considering I'm about eight months behind on standard voicemails. It's not quite that bad, but you get the idea. Again, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First, I've got a new beauty trend alert for you ladies. This is more of a beauty hack, really. Do you have short, stubby, hobbit-like legs? What if I told you there was a way to make it appear like you had a long, gorgeous, silky gams? Well, there is. Thanks to belly button stickers. What? Yes, beauty tricks can be found all over social media, but one unique trend has social media users a bit confused, as Chinese women use belly button stickers to make their legs appear longer. Thousands of women have been paying for sheets of temporary tattoos made to look like belly buttons, so they can apply the tattoos a bit higher than their actual belly button, which is then concealed by high-waisted pants or skirts. That makes their torso appear shorter and their legs appear longer. It's uh, really quite dumb, and that's why I'm reporting it here on DV. Ting! Oddity Central has the story. Young women are paying 70 cents to $1.40 for sheets of these temporary tattoo belly buttons. The stickers are usually placed a few centimeters above the real navel. And as recalculous as this all sounds, the belly button sticker manufacturers are struggling to keep up with demand. Chinese social media platforms are being flooded with video tutorials on how to use the temporary tattoos and clips showing their effects on the wearer. Take a look at the chapter artwork or uh, the show notes over there at distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com and you can see what these uh, sheets of belly button stickers look like. They almost look like pussy holes, honestly. I mean, I'm no expert, but if you squint, it does kind of resemble a vagina. I wonder if you could stick this on like a Barbie doll, you know, where, where her pussy would be. It's, I think, the perfect size. Now, take a look at the uh, stickers and, and let me know what you think. One person wrote on the uh, Chinese social media app Weibo, these stickers are not easy to drop off. They're non-reflective. Well, that's good. And even waterproof. Honestly, I think I would want a reflective belly button, you know, in case I'm uh, bicycling at night shirtless. That might just save a life right there. That user said, uh, I'm willing to call these things the most successful invention of 2023. Someone else wrote, this isn't just a fake belly button sticker. It's a cheating tool for bidding farewell to my 50-50 body proportion. Shaya Tongya, a 22-year-old college student based in Shanghai, according to her profile, posted a video where she bought a sheet of temporary tattoos, applied one, and showed users the results. It's quite natural, and I think it looks better than my real belly button, she said. In normal situations, no, one, uh, no one's going to come up to me, scrutinize my belly, and figure out if my belly button is real. One commenter, uh, who apparently likes short stacks, uh, said... Can't we like cute short legs? Other people noted that the trend looks ugly because it makes people's bodies appear out of proportion and it makes the wearer look like they have no waistline. 
fake belly buttons aren't the only quirky beauty-enhancing tools growing popular among young Chinese women on social media. Previous trends this year alone have included gel shoulder pads. Ooh, the Dorothy Zbornak look is coming back into vogue. Yeah, that gives the appearance of broader, more angular shoulders and even padded underwear that gives the illusion of a bigger butt. I think in that case, the Chinese saw what us Americans are up to. We love a big, fat, juicy ass. Glad to see we're exporting that particular fetish. All right, uh, second story we have for you to jump. Some are calling it the hottest album of the year. Those people happen to be certifiably insane, especially considering it's a federal agency that released this album. Yes, the federal agency responsible for promoting the safety of consumer products has employed plenty of tactics over the years, from recalls to regulations to PSAs. Now, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is trying a new and catchier approach. It released an entire album. It's called We're Safety Now, Haven't We? I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce that. We're safety now, haven't we? Is that a qu- is it a question? We're safety now, haven't we? We're safety now, haven't we? Packs in six genre-spanning, safety-focused songs. There's uh, an EDM song about wearing helmets. There's um, a song about uh, smoke alarms. Oh, God, I hope it's about replacing your batteries because uh, that's a real problem based on the amount of TikTok videos I've watched where there's a low-battery smoke alarm beeping in the background. You know how that drives me up the wall. All right, I've got the album here. Let's take a listen. This song, by the way, is called Protect Your Noggin. Thanks to the people at CBSC. First things first, let me tell you what the issue What's is. That? When you in the streets, gotta stay vigilant. Yeah. Check the stats, there's been way too many in your head. From right and bad without nothing, no protecting them. Yeah, I don't like this one. No. Next, we've got a track here titled Phone Away. I'm guessing this has to do with mobile phones. Pay attention. This is lame. I'm guessing the song Going Off Like Fireworks probably has something to do with uh, fire safety and maybe smoke alarms. Here's where they went wrong with this album. They're playing it straight. Like, these are supposed to be good songs you would want to listen to. They should have made the songs funny, educational and funny. Like, get Weird Al involved or something. I don't know. Does the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission actually think we're going to download these songs or or stream them on Spotify, add them to our playlist and shit? Come on. Apparently, the Consumer Product Safety Commission has gained a considerable following on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, for its informative memes starring a cast of quirky animal mascots like Potato the Dog, Ron the Bird, and Quinn the Quarantine Fox. They're all featured on the album. Take a look at the chapter artwork if you want to see them. As for the musical artist involved, uh, Joseph Galbo, a social media specialist who worked on this project, says the artists are from all over the country and different cultural backgrounds. The artists are staying anonymous. 
because, you know, this is fucking embarrassing. No, uh, he says that it's, it's, you know, in order to keep the focus solely on the music and the messaging. Look, I, I can tell you right now, none of these artists are household names. You would not know who they are if I told you. Galbo describes many of them as having a small following. This was like Mead's one chance. He could have probably got on this album, you know? Wish we would have known about this beforehand. We could have, you know, really pulled for Mead, campaigned for him to get on this uh, album. Yeah, anyway, Galbo describes many of them as having a small following. See, that describes Mead, uh, but an outsized impact and says one or two are fairly well known. Well, if you want to listen to these tracks yourself, it's available on streaming services. Again, it's called We're Safety Now, Haven't We? Volume 1. All right, final story we have for you. No matter where you are, around the world, penis is just hilarious. We've got a story here from the Netherlands. A novel pattern of solar panels on the roof of three terraced houses in the town of Dorn has sparked a council investigation because the solar panels spell out the Dutch slang word for penis. Dick and nuts! Well, just dick, actually. Once again, thank you for the assist, Alexis K. Tyler. All right, the roof has caused a bit of a social media stir, and sometimes the houses are buzzed by low-flying helicopters and drones who want to take a photo, prompting the local city council to take action. The owner of the middle house, who preferred to remain... So they all were in cahoots. They all decided, okay, we're going to set up these solar panels... We're going to spell cock. All right. The owner of the middle house, who preferred to remain anonymous, was the last to get the panels and says the shape had to be different because of the skylight. You see, the panels had to be placed around it. And so it became a U. And that means the panels spell out L-U-L. That means dick. A lul is a penis in the Netherlands, apparently. Rest Peter, who... Peter also means dick. Uh, Rest Peter, who lives at number 38, is not happy about the arrangement and asked the housing association if it could do something about the lettering. A real male Karen is at work here. Surely the people who installed the panels should be more careful, he told the paper. All in all, I'm not happy and I don't see the humor. But Patrick at house number 42 is pleased with the impact on his electricity bill (laughs) and the occupant of the U-Home, I don't know what that means, says he would rather the neighborhood be known for the solar panels than criminality. The local council, meanwhile, has started an investigation. We have to decide if this is acceptable or not, said town official Rob Jorg. Uh, You don't need a permit for solar panels, but that doesn't mean you can just do what you like. What a lull head, right? All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also like on Blue Sky and Threads and Facebook. Everywhere people gather and many places uh, where they don't. Like Blue Sky or Threads. The fucking barren wasteland over there, right? All right. Uh, oh, voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. Uh, let's check in with a few freaks here. Sammy Boo, what it do? Hello. I'm listening to May 22nd, and you're listening, and you're listening off that super fat bitch talking about how not wanting to fuck a fat chick. <laughs> 
is fat phobic and how that's not a sexual preference and you can change that or whatever. She just said a line, gender preference is not hardwired fluidity. Basically what she just said is being gay is a choice. Yeah, it is. She's on the right track there. What's your point? Being bisexual is a choice. She is a fucking bitch. <laughs> yes, I remember that clip. Uh, it was basically just, you know, a sad fat woman trying to convince guys to find her attractive. Like, you can do it. Come on. It's all mental. She's offended because people are not attracted to her. Like, you know, that, that's just the way the cookie crumbles so far. And somehow I think, in her case, she never leaves behind cookie crumbs. Oh, she hoovers those things up with her mouth. You go, Jimmy Boo. Haley's Comet calling up. That's the real Haley's Comet. Uh, this call is mostly for the people who aren't paying you money. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm leaving this message on May 29th of 2023. Memorial Day. Mere minutes after I left another message on the Patreon line. Now, take note of how many days it is between. It has been between now, as you are hearing this, okay. and now, as I am leaving Look. this. That's how many days ahead in the queue you jump by being a Patreon member and getting access to the Patreon-only voicemail line. My lame-ass Memorial Day message got played on the very next episode because I left it on the Patreon line. If you sign up for the Patreon, you too can get whatever random crap you want to say into the freak's ears that much sooner. Jigoo! This is like one of the few times I actually let Haley's Comet speak without me interrupting him. Yes, do a commercial for me. Thank you. Please understand, I am not doing this on purpose. I, I am trying to work through these uh, voicemails. Like, we're going to get to June today, I promise. There's just a few more voicemails uh, from May. Hello, Timothy, my little friend. This is Hi. my first call. This is Ebenezer Spooge. Hello, Ebony. I uh, am sitting uh, in a sunny field in Massachusetts listening to your show. Got a nice voice, nice deep voice. Realized there. I had your name and number uh, on my phone. Thought I'd give you a call. That's, a, that's all I've got to say at this point. Uh, keep up the good work, man. Love your show, you crazy little bastard. Aww. Well, thank you very much. See, that that's a nice voicemail. That was sent four months ago. Again, I'm getting to it. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Uh, say, I was just listening to your 2017 show. He was listening to the archives. This call is not from 2017. I'm not that far back. Advanced shapery. You know, uh, which which one? A circle, square, uh, triangle, or rectangle? You know, which one of them is useless? Oh, yeah. I did kind of go on a rant. I was, we were trying to get rid of a shape, right? <laughs> I, I, I said there's too many shapes. I, I, I really have a, a big problem with the number of things. At one point, I hated how, how many letters there were in the alphabet. Now I'm trying to get rid of shapes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm adding numbers. <laughs> I'm making numbers. You know, levenge. I'm all over the place. Full square, uh, triangle, or rectangle. You know, which one of them is useless? I, I wanted. I wanted to add to that. Did you ever consider that a circle is really um, just a square with the corners cut off, and a square is two rectangles put together, and then a rectangle. 
is two squares put together. Oh, it's a bunch of fuckery. Yeah, shapes are a scam. Don't even get me started on uh, geometry. All right, uh, yes, caller. Hey, Tim, it's uh, unfortunately former Sideshow member Weird. Why am I even taking your call? You've already angered me. But anyway, I was thinking, you know, the AI stuff with Mead Skelton and his mm-hmm. voice. Which, by the way, I live in the same fucking town with this jackass. Oh, have you ever seen Mead in person? I haven't uh, come across him yet, oh, yes. unfortunately. Okay. And uh, <laughs> what up? Thank Tim. Should hang out. Uh, anyway, so all of the uh, things that emulate his voice, they're, you know, they're okay. But, dude, I would so much rather hear an AI emulator of your version of Mead's fucking voice. Oh, now there's an idea. Input my voice doing an impression of Mead, and and uh, let's see what sort of uh, synthetic AI voice gets spit out. That would be the shit. <laughs> All right, that's that's what we need. I can it's- make that happen. Monday show, we will try that out. Seriously, Tim, please, yeah. please, okay. please do it. I will if, do it for Tim, you. Yeah. Please, <laughs> yeah. Something to look forward to next week on the podcast. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660. God, is it out, God? Don't touch my mother fucking shit! Spread the distortion STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, have a great day. Bye, It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.